Welcome to Mind Meets Body and Soul, a podcast that connects the dots between clinical mental health and spiritual holistic wellness. I'm Heather, a licensed clinical social worker and mental health guru. And I'm Devin, a Reiki master, spiritual teacher, and lover of all things woo-woo. We're here to discuss various wellness topics, highlighting the connection between the mind, body, and soul. We'll be offering nuggets of wisdom from each of our fields with the ultimate goal of bridging the gap between our two worlds. Whether you lean more into cognitive psychology or flow with the woo-woo waters, we're here to help you prioritize yourself and unlock a fresh perspective to healing, growth, and expansion. We're so excited you're here. Let's jump in. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. I can't even believe that this is episode six of Mind Meets Body and Soul. I'm Heather, here with my co-host. Hi, guys. I'm Devin. Great to be back here. And yeah, it is pretty wild that we are already at our sixth episode. Last episode, we spoke about anxiety, which is a super important conversation for us to have and share with you all. Not the most fun conversation for us (laughs) to have and share with you all. So in thinking about what we wanted to chat about today, we wanted to keep it a little bit lighter. And Devin, will you introduce what we want to chat about today? Yeah. So I've been experiencing something really cool lately, and I wanted to get your take on it. I thought of bringing this topic into episode six, as you said, as a way to kind of lighten up the conversation. And because I had just experienced something earlier this week, And realized, wow, this is happening for me a lot. So earlier this week on Monday, I was out to lunch with one of my friends. And at the end of the order, I'd asked the cashier, do you have anywhere for a cup of water? And he was like, oh, no, but we do sell water bottles. And I was like, oh, that's okay. Never mind. Went outside, sat down, started eating our food. And the next thing I know, the cashier comes out with a water bottle and hands it to me. And I was like, oh, I, I didn't end up ordering one. He's like, it's okay. Here you go. Enjoy. And in that moment, I turned to my friend and it was so nice. And in that moment, I turned to my friend and I was like, this has been happening to me a lot lately. And he was like, what do you mean? I was like, I keep getting things for free. And it's just been a really cool experience. I realized I've gotten this free water bottle. Prior to that, I've gotten a free haircut I told you at the time of our podcast photo shoot that I had just come from getting a free blowout. I've been getting free readings and sessions and tarot card polls. Um, I had somebody buy my meal a couple weeks ago. Mm. So this is not me bragging about all the free things that I've gotten so far, but rather to bring awareness and truth to why I feel I've been receiving all of these gifts and things for free. And I have an understanding from my side of things of why this is happening and being able to tie in the energetic component of it all. And I have a little bit of an idea of the psychological component, but I was really interested in bringing this topic into conversation to see what your thoughts would be on it. So what I'm hearing is that the universe likes you better than me. <laughs> no. It's reminding me of, did you ever hear of um, the self-fulfilling prophecy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what it's making me think of. We're basically like we 
have these expectations and then that like influences our behavior and the world around us. So if we lead with good things are going to happen for me or good things are coming, we're then acting in a positive way with these expectations and then our interactions with other people are more positive, our interactions with the world around us, we leave them feeling more positively because that's what we're leading with. We're leading with that gratitude. We're leading with that type of energy, that type of mentality, and then we're noticing and picking up on that. Yeah. No, that makes so much sense. What I thought of when I was putting on my Heather thinking helmet (laughs) or my Heather thinking hat was something that I know to be called confirmation bias. Is that the Mm. same or similar to self-fulfilling prophecy? Very similar. Self-fulfilling prophecy is where our expectations influence like what we do and how we act. Our expectation influences our behavior. The confirmation bias is almost like backwards where we're looking for information that confirms our belief. So it's like this bias Mm. that we're looking at the world through this lens of looking for confirmation that good things are happening. So it's looking for that confirmation of the expectations that we have. So it's very similar. The self-fulfilling prophecy is more like influences our behavior, whereas the confirmation bias influences like our, how we perceive or interpret the world. So for example, if with the self-fulfilling prophecy, If I have the belief that I always get things for free, then how does that self-fulfilling prophecy work? The self-fulfilling prophecy is like the clinical way that I can understand what people talk about manifesting. So if I'm manifesting something in the woo-woo world, In the clinical psychology world, it's the self-fulfilling prophecy. So I'm going to go out and talk to people a little bit differently. Like it's almost like these like little micro things that we do differently or these subtle things that we might say. You might talk more or be friendlier to the person behind the counter and then they might feel that positive energy from you and then like gift you something. So it's your, you're almost kind of creating space for more of these positive interactions to happen, like in a low key way. You're not like, Hey buddy, give me a free water bottle, but you might be kinder or more grateful or more energetic or smiley because you're happier. And then like, that's creating space for these like positive things to happen. That definitely makes sense. And I think when it comes to my situation, I like the idea of confirmation bias because it's not like I'm going out seeking things for free, like right. controlling how I speak to somebody, right? So that they'll give me something for free. So thank you for explaining the subtle differences between the two, because then to my understanding, and let me know if this is what confirmation bias is, it's that I'm not controlling how I speak to somebody or not at least consciously or where I go or what I'm looking for. But in those moments when I do receive something for free or receive a gift, it's like, oh, it confirms this belief like, oh, wow, I am in this energy or in this state of constantly receiving gifts and things. Thank you. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And it can go both ways. The confirmation bias where you might think like, oh my gosh, every time I 
get in the line at the food store, I pick the longest line. I pick the worst line or, oh, every time I have to go to a fancy dinner, it rains and it's pouring out and my hair gets ruined. Like we, you're just looking for, it's not actually true or not true. I'm not here to say that like you are getting all the free things or you are not actually getting all the free things, but we have this bias where we're looking to confirm that thing. So it's like our mental, like, aha, see, it happened again. Check. There's another Mm -hmm. one. We're almost like having this like tally in our head of like another one, another free thing, another free thing. Yeah. As much as I bring forth my understanding of energetics and the spiritual side of things, there is a huge psychological component to it. So from my side of things, it makes me think of this Instagram live that I did, I think back in January. At that time, I don't have TikTok. I haven't quite gone down that rabbit hole yet, but I know that there was some viral TikTok trend called the lucky girl syndrome. And it had made its way to Instagram as well. And that's why I caught hold of it. And in this lucky girl syndrome trend, you would see all of these people sharing stories of how they adopted this affirmation, I am the luckiest girl ever. And they would say it over and over and over. And then all of these cool things would happen. Somebody would pay for their Starbucks. Somebody would let them cut in line wherever they were. And at the time of seeing that, it made sense to me. And I did this live with a mindset coach and together we kind of debunked the lucky girl syndrome trend. And coming at it from my perspective, the immediate experience that I had to validate this like lucky girl syndrome was, and at this time I was not receiving all these free gifts and free services and whatnot. But at the time, what I had noticed was I had adopted this mindset that I always get the best parking spot wherever I go, whether it's a restaurant, a store, whatever, parallel street parking, somehow I always get the best parking spot. And so when that lucky girl syndrome trend came out, it made sense to me. I was able to relate it to that. So from there and that now months later, I've been in this place or this state of receiving all of these free gifts and services. I love all of this conversation though, because I tell people all the time that we're, our brain is wired to pay attention to the negative. So we're wired as like Um, magnets for like negative situations, negative information, and that's supposed to be protective. I always want that to come across that like we're not innately bad or there's nothing wrong with us. We're just wired as like very protective beings. So we notice all the things that go wrong, all the bad things. So this lucky girl syndrome is so important because what we're doing is we're intentionally shifting our perspective to pay attention to the good things and like store them away in our brain. So we're adding on this like additional magnet, if you will, to catch the good things. So instead of like you driving and finding a parking spot and getting a good one and just going in the store, you're now creating this intentional moment of presence, of gratitude for this good thing that's happening to you. And if you do that over and over and over and over, we are going to notice that we are lucky. We are going to notice all the good stuff that's happening in our lives. It allows us to pick up our heads and see things from a different perspective because otherwise, for some weird reason, the good just goes like in one ear and out the other. 
but the bad stuff is what sticks. So in doing this, like having these lucky girl moments, you're like, yes, win. I got a good parking spot. Yes, win. This person like let me go in front of them. And you're instead of just like letting that moment fly by and kind of like flutter on, you're like holding on to it and celebrating it in that moment. So it's impossible for you to not notice and like see all of this stuff building up. So true. And disclaimer, it's not like 100% of the time I get the best parking spot. It's not like 100% of the time I just step out my house and somebody's here like offering me a gift. It's not that at all. And (laughs) coming back to the the joke that you made earlier on where you're like, okay, so it sounds like the universe loves you more than it loves me. Also disclaimer, while privilege is absolutely a thing, I think when it comes to the universe or luck, it doesn't favor one person over another, if that makes sense. You're so right. It's all about how you perceive the intention that you set out. So in those moments of me leaving the house and going to this restaurant, for example, it's not like I'm one, seeking out the best parking spot or two, expecting to get a free water bottle from the cashier. In these moments when they do come to fruition for me, when they do manifest, I'm like, oh yeah, I do always get the best parking spot or oh yeah, things have been coming to me more easily or for free or gifted to me more than usual. So you're right. It's not because that is necessarily even the truth. But as you said, we are more prone to pay attention to the more negative things that happen to us. And so it's a matter of a mindset and perception switch to focus on the positive things that are happening for us. Yeah, 100%. And not to burst your bubble, the good things are happening to you, of course. We're just, you're just paying attention to them more and you're seeing them more. These things are happening to everybody. All of our listeners have cool things, cool little tiny like sparkles or glittery moments that are happening. We just have to like pay attention and see that they're happening. Instead of getting that good spot, getting out of your car, running into the store, getting what you need, running back out, you're paying attention to that parking spot that you got and you're celebrating that like small little victory. Did you ever see the show Shrinking? Um, Mm -hmm. on Apple TV. No. I love it. And I highly recommend. In the show, there's a character who I I forget exactly how he says it. He says like, everything goes my way or like good things always happen to me. And he's almost portrayed as this like toxic positive like character at the beginning. This is a spoiler alert a little bit for anybody that watches Shrinking. Um, But a few episodes in, you actually get to see his more vulnerable side and that things actually don't always go his way. And he explains that he created this saying because things were going so poorly or things were not going so well in his life that he needed that like shining silver lining, like hope to hold on to. So he started Mm. saying that and then believing that and acting as if everything goes his way. And then it's kind of like when things do, he just has that like tally in his head of like, yeah, see, I have all of this evidence that things do go well and it doesn't just go bad. It doesn't just go poorly. Things aren't just awful. 
we also have to consciously choose to pay attention and remind ourselves that good things happen too. And that's what's reminding me of what you're talking about. And something that you just said, like the evidence that we have, because we can get so caught up in the evidence that life is shitty, that bad things happen all the time. I mean, look at half the news that's out there. It's always reminding us that negative things are happening, that we're in danger, that we are in lack. So it's not as natural of us to keep the score, keep the tally of the things that are going right. And so I love how that practice was showcased in this show that you're talking about because there is so much truth to that. When you are in those down moments where it seems like nothing is going right for you, it's so easy to be like, well, life sucks. This is just how it is. I must always just be somebody that experiences bad luck, bad things happening to them. Unfortunately, all you're doing during those times, and this is where the energetic component of it comes in, is you are then attracting more of what you don't want. You're attracting or you are seeking out that confirmation bias that, yeah, bad things do keep coming to you. And so earlier in this episode, you mentioned the word manifestation, which is a very my world type word. Because with manifestation, it reminds me of like the law of attraction where what you seek or the intention that you put out to the universe is what you will receive. It's why people have been, I mean, it's why you and I have been putting things on our vision board because we want to put it out to the universe that this is what we want to experience. And then we lean into the trust that that good thing happens to us. It also makes me think of like the law of resonance, which I actually find myself relating to a little bit better than law of attraction. And law of resonance is basically supporting the notion that we are all made up of energy. Everything in this world is made up of energy. And with that, energy carries a vibrational frequency. So everything vibrates at a frequency. And our mindsets, our emotions, all of those are just simply energies. Emotions are energy and motion. And so even our emotions, even our thoughts carry with them a vibrational frequency. So when you think about the frequency or the feeling of a thought like, Great things are always happening for me, right? It's super positive. It's going to carry with it a high vibrational frequency as opposed to shitty things always happen to me. Nothing ever works out for me. That's probably closely related to this feeling of like despair or doubt. And so in those moments, whichever frequency you are vibrating at, you're going to resonate with the experiences or the outcomes that are at that same vibration or frequency. Mm -hmm. So for example, receiving a water bottle for free elicits such a, an exciting, grateful response. That's going to be right up there with your thought of great things are happening for me. I always receive things for free as opposed to something unfortunate like getting a flat tire, right? Like that's such a bummer. And so in that moment, that's probably at the same frequency as nothing ever works out for me. Life is shitty. I'm in this like doubtful state, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And I think too, if you're living in this higher frequency, more positive mindset and energy space, then when the flat tire happens or when you have to park far away, 
your average is already like you're living in this higher space. So your your average doesn't go as low. I'm not the numbers person here, but <laughs> it's one like negative thing compared to like living at that low space where the positive, it's going to take a lot more positive stuff to pull you up out of that. Then if you're up here, one negative thing isn't going to pull you all the way back down. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's harder to elevate a, a heavier negative thing than it is to pull down a like a lighter thing. So true. If yeah. If sense. you yeah, if you're in a pattern of just negative things happening or unfortunate things happening for you, it's so hard in the moment to see the positive so light. So hard. And it's because all of these experiences, all of these emotions are at a certain energetic frequency. And when we experience the positive light things, the frequency, the the waves of those energies are like fast moving, lighter, whereas the frequency of those heavier emotions or those more negative emotions, if you want to call them, those waves are very dense. They're very slow moving. So we actually more easily get caught in them and get stuck in them. And as you said, yeah, it's harder for us to then even notice the the good things that are happening. And I think you're so right. Whereas when we're in this frequency of good things happen the majority of the time, those more unfavorable things that do happen, yeah, they might knock us down for a moment or a few, but then we we are able to more easily get back up there knowing that, okay, maybe 75% of the time things are going really great and well for me. And this minor part, whether that's 25% or whatever, 90%, 10% doesn't have the ability to yank me down and hold me down as much or as often anymore. I'm thinking too about when Nick and I were engaged and planning our wedding, my aunt Denise said to me, instead of checking all the things off your to-do list, open a bottle of champagne, have a little dance party, like celebrate each accomplishment. Like, yes, okay, we booked our venue. Yes, okay, I ordered our save the dates. Like, if you just shift the perspective, it's the same exact thing, right? Okay, phew, done, done, done. Versus like, woo, yay, awesome. Like the same exact thing happened, but it feels so different to celebrate it as an accomplishment versus just plowing through and like being on to the next thing. So the lucky girl syndrome and all the good things happening and everything's going my way is one thing. But I think there's a really tangible way for us to try to apply this in our everyday lives too, like gratitude for my legs for walking and celebrating the accomplishments and the things that I did get through today rather than dwelling on like the endless things on my to-do list that are rolling over to tomorrow. So I think I just wanted to say that like there's also, even if you're not experiencing all the free things like Devin and all the good parking spots, you can still practice this confirmation bias or the self-fulfilling prophecy or just gratitude. If nothing else at its core, this can also be gratitude in like small moments throughout your day. Mm -hmm. First of all, very great insight from Antonis. We love that. And one important thing that you mentioned was the component of gratitude. But before we get into that, another thing that you mentioned earlier on in the episode that I thought would be important to bring back in 
was the concept of toxic positivity, right? Mm-hmm. So we talk about making this mindset shift and adopting the mindset that good things are happening for us. But I think it's also important to keep in mind because there is kind of like a fine line between adopting a positive mindset and leaning into the positivity as opposed to toxic positivity. So would you just give us a brief explanation for what toxic positivity is and how we can be mindful not to cross that line from just, you know, positive mindset to toxic positivity? For sure. Toxic positivity is when we're trying to force that level of positivity when it's not organically there. So if I'm feeling sad or down or low and I'm trying to like cover that or silver lining that with like, well, other people have it worse or, oh, there are good things that happen. It's like a conflict between what I'm feeling and what I want to be true. So thinking super positively isn't always helpful when we're not in that headspace or we're not in that mindset. So we don't want to force it. Like I am the first person to tell everybody, you have to feel your feelings. You have to allow them. They're they're just these natural things that happen. And I think we'll probably end up having a whole nother episode on feelings. But toxic positivity is when we're trying to force something to be positive that's not organically positive. Whereas this lucky girl syndrome or this gratitude is just being able to acknowledge and appreciate something for what it is and experiencing the moments of joy when they happen, but not trying to force it all the time. That makes so much sense. And it makes me think of when I, I get a little frustrated sometimes when I see those quotes that say good vibes only, because (laughs) I think that there is like a little bit of danger in promoting like that we should only be aiming for the good vibes only. We should only be aiming for that positivity or focusing on that positivity always because we do have to also recognize the duality. And I think, yeah, getting into a different conversation on on emotions down the line will be really helpful. We do have to recognize that it's not all positive all the time. And so I do want to emphasize in this episode that it's not about always thinking positively. And as you said, forcing yourself to believe that good things always happen when no, they don't always happen. I don't always get the best parking spot. I don't always get things for free, right? So in those moments of things not working out for us or us not feeling so great, it's okay for us to be like, well, I guess I didn't get the best parking spot today. You know, guess I'm just going through a crappy time. I mean, such is life part of the experience and validating that is totally acceptable. And you and I both encourage that. And then adopting this positive mindset is, well, yeah, I'm going through a rough time right now, but I know that it's just temporary and I know that I'm going to get through it. And I know that I'm going to have a better experience or a more positive experience, or I'm going to learn something from it. All we're doing here is shining a light on the happy moments too. Sadness is a feeling. Fear is a feeling. Happiness is a feeling too. So when you're saying like the good vibes only part, we can't live there, nor should we, but we just want to carve out and create space for those happy moments when we can. Beautifully said. And in thinking about a tangible tip that I wanted to leave the audience with, I think you touched on it 
perfectly this element of gratitude. So since you brought that up, how can we incorporate that into our lives to support the self-fulfilling prophecy, the confirmation bias, or the energetics of receiving more of what we want or experiencing more of what we want? It sounds so simple, but we have to start by paying attention. We have to just see the things we want to be grateful for. If we start paying attention on purpose to every moment of our day or as many moments as we can, the things to be grateful for are there. They're happening all around us. We just aren't clicked in. We aren't checked in and, and noticing them. So pay attention. Like To me, that's, that's the tip. Look up, open your eyes, and be present in these moments, and you'll see all of the things that there are to be grateful for and some of the things that there aren't to be grateful for because that's life. But we just want to pay attention so that we can see it. Yeah. I think. I'm, no, I think I'm right with you there. Uh, during COVID times was the first time that I started my gratitude practice. And at the end of each day, I'm a journaler. And at the end of each day, I got into a routine of writing down five things that I was grateful for. I mean, we were in quarantine. So there were there were a lot of things to be grateful for, but there wasn't a whole lot that was going on during that time. And starting that practice was just a way for me to shift out of this mindset of like, well, I can't see my friends. I can't travel anywhere. I can't do this to look at all of the things that are going right or all of the beautiful things that I do have in my life. And it's a practice that I have continued since then. So it's been three years now. And it's something that I recommend with my clients always. And again, it's not about forcing yourself to only see and recognize and celebrate the positive things and pretend like there aren't more unfavorable or shitty things going on in your life. But just as you said, it's opening your eyes, bringing the awareness to all that that is there and then as you said, it is a mindset perception shift to start seeing that there is so much to be grateful for. Yeah. I mean, done. <laughs> That's done. it. We, done. I think yeah. all the things, you said it, you know. And I invite every single person as you are receiving things for free, getting that parking spot to just recognize it and be – and just – like create this little thought in your head like, ooh, maybe I do always get the best parking spot. Ooh, maybe I do always receive great gifts and things for free. And then please let me know. Like I don't want to be the only one just receiving things for free and getting the best parking spots. I want that for each and every one of us. So Heather, I'm looking forward to, you know, future episode or a text from you that's like, wait, I got something for free and it felt so good. Yeah. And to our audience too, like if you have our contact info, send us an email, send us a text, DM us on Instagram. Like I kind of want to be able to celebrate those wins yeah. with everybody listening too. So I hope to hear from everybody, all the good things. And what it, whatever it is, like create something that feels right for you. Like I'm always so supported and loved. I'm always, mm -hmm. things on always- time. Yeah, I'm always on time. I'm never on time. Or I'm like <laughs> – I'm never on time either. <laughs> but whatever it is. And like maybe that's something that you and I, Heather, we change. I'm always on time. Right. Right? Whatever it is for you, it doesn't have to be parking spot and free stuff. Yeah. So with that, everyone, keep your eyes open. Let us know what comes through for you. Heather, 
it's your turn this week to take a look at your vision board. Let us know what is speaking to you. I brought it with me this time so I can participate. I have a little uh, sticky note that says, think happy, not crappy. <laughs> Perfect. It's on, it's on elephant poop paper. So that's why it says that. But that is, uh, that's what's calling out to me, ironically, after this conversation. So I'm going to think happy, not crappy. Hmm. Or in those moments that you do think crappy. Laugh because it's on elephant poop paper. <laughs> I love that. What is elephant poop paper? I don't know. My old supervisor got me like this whole post-it of um, elephant poop paper. I'll try oh. to find it online and I can link it in our show notes, but... <laughs> In case anybody wants some elephant poop paper. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Right. It's the weirdest affiliation. It's a good gift. I saved it. True. True. Okay. So think happy, not crappy. And in the moments that you do think <laughs> crappy, find some way to laugh about it. And yeah, thank you so much, everyone, for joining us for yet another really great episode. Definitely a lot lighter of a topic than last time. We'll and we'll see week. you next week. Bye. Mm -hmm. Thanks, everybody. Bye. We are so glad that you took the time to share this space with us. We'll be releasing new episodes of Mind Meets Body and Soul every Tuesday. So be sure to give us a follow and share this podcast with those you love. To connect with us and join our communities, head to the show notes where you'll find our contact information and individual websites. Until next week, stay grounded, keep growing, and trust that everything you seek is unfolding for you.